Hello, my free thinkers. Welcome to the Ruben Vega Show podcast, season two. We are back. I hope you guys have been enjoying your 2021. It's been kind of quiet this year, right? Pretty lax compared to 2020, if I do say so myself. Oh, wait. Wait a second there. I just got an email from Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. Oh, wow. I can't believe he's emailing me. This is wild. Hey, Ruben, we like what you're doing with the show. Keep it up. But we don't like you exposing us. I'd like to personally ask you to fall in line or be silenced on all your platforms starting immediately. Thank you. Peace, love, and understanding. Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter. Huh. Well, that is unusual. Uh, I guess I must say... That everyone that was in the Capitol on January 26th is a terrorist and must face the death penalty. I want their names, addresses, contact lists, family members, friends. I want a list of everyone linked to these people because they need to be punished to a similar degree for enabling these terrorist acts. The guy with the horns, of uh, the, find him. Make an example out of him. Crucified that motherfucker on the Washington Monument for all to see. And, and the guy who stole our, our sweet Nancy Pelosi's podium, we need to find him and round up his entire family, put them against the wall, and line them up for the fucking firing squad. Full-on mass execution style of that terrorist thief and anyone affiliated to him, all right? That is the only justice I am willing to accept. And not just that, let's get, ri- let's, let's get a list, please. Let's get a list of everyone who has, who has even tweeted any support for Donald, the worst human being in history, Trump. He's worse than Stalin, Mao, and Hitler combined. Let's have Antifa round up all these supporters, sail them out into the middle of the Pacific Ocean, and just throw them there. Just, just drown them all. Show them that there is no room for generalizations and intolerance in the new Kamala Harris America. Oh, and, and Biden's, I guess, too. That And let's, you know... Oh, wait, I'm, ugh, I'm getting another email from Jack, the CEO of Twitter. Ruben, I like what you're saying. Just try not to mention Antifa. We need to make it seem that they never existed. But I like what I'm hearing. Keep up the great work. Peace, love, and understanding. Uh, Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter. Oh, God, come on. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. Welcome to the Ruben Vegas show. I I hope you're not new here because uh, you're going to have a bad time. But seriously, guys, what a way to start 2021. There's a protest at the Capitol of about 200,000 Trump supporters. About 100 Duck Dynasty looking hillbillies uh, from this protest decide to stupidly storm the actual building breaking a few windows, smearing shit in the bathroom, and and stealing Nancy Pelosi's fucking pencil sharpener, and Mitch McConnell's Nike sandals. And it is all, you know, conveniently blamed 100% on Donald Trump, which is hilarious. And he is now banned from all social media after that, permanently, it seems. I don't really feel that bad for him, to be honest. Like, personally, I, I liked... Like, you know, let's get real, guys. Personally, I did like a lot of his policies. Not all of them, but 
I really liked I re, what I really liked about him was um, putting America first. I like that. I like that. Do I think he was the greatest president ever? Not at all. Do I think he was the worst president ever? Not at all. I think he was somewhere in the middle. I give him a C plus overall. Well, he, he passed, technically, you know? In my book, he, he, he kind of passed. Do I think he deserves to be portrayed in the same light as Adolf Hitler? Like a lot of these maniacs claim? Hell fucking no. Do I think he should be compared to Abraham Lincoln? No. Of course not. I think he was a C president. He passed. Just by showing up, he passed. He did all right. Fucked up some shit. Made some shit a little better. Eh, you got to see. You got to see. He didn't cause all this chaos. He didn't cause all of this fucking mayhem. The people that wanted him out played an enormous role on making it seem that he caused all the mayhem. But it was, in fact... Uh, the the battle the, the the culture war it's what started all this this uh this this new thing that's going on and and guess what their plan worked their plan worked and now trump is basically in the equivalent of prison he's silenced on twitter which you know this must make him absolutely furious which is funny to think about imagine trump without twitter it's the ultimate punishment. It's like a, it's like a kid that just got his phone taken away. You know, it's it's kind of funny to think about. You know, it, oh, they took his Twitter away, haha! <laughs> but it, it's also horrifying. You know, it's 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 horrible. It's terrifying when you dig a little deep. You know, you 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 start to realize that hey, we live in a world where a social media empire has more power over the minds of the people than the president and the entire American government. Those who control information control everything, and big tech decided to put all their chips on the Democrats and be their enforcer. An arrangement was made, obviously, where big tech scratches the Democrats' back and the Democrats scratch big tech's back. And helps them win the election by controlling what we see and hear online. And the Democrats are scratching big techs back by allowing them to get an even bigger piece of the pie. Allowing them to operate even more outside the law than they already were. Allowing them to monopolize information itself and rake in even more billions. A deal was made, guys, and Donald was not in it, for better or worse. I've always hated politics, guys. I've always hated politics, but I hate hypocrites even more. So forgive me if those of you listening are getting real tired of my opinion on what truth and justice should be. But whenever a big event happens, uh, like the events on, on Capitol Hill, for example, I see certain people's reactions and my mind starts spinning these little gears and I get the urge to just cook up a little food for thought for a few days, you know, just... Just cook up some food, let it sit on the counter, let it just sit there, you know, and if you want to take a bite, go for it. It's good for your thoughts, it's good for your mind. 
If you just want to stare at it in, in disgust, fine. That's fine too. If you want to put your finger in it, go right ahead. Just make sure to suck and suck on it and taste the juiciness of other people's perspectives. That's what she said. You know, sometimes when I share stuff, guys, that I guess you know could be controversial, because uh, you know, you know, sometimes I share stuff that that could be controversial. I guess because I'll have friends or strangers message me in response. They'll go and say something that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. You know, I'll post something about an app being taken down and how I don't think that's right. And then someone will message me saying, Trump supporters are racist. They're all racist. You know, and here's my theory on the whole uh, Trump supporters are racist narrative. He- hear me out, guys. Hear me out. This is an interesting little theory. I try to. I, I like to ask the question why a lot. I like to try to to understand why people act the way they are, the way they do. You know, this is my theory. Hear me out. Might sound a little, little, a uh, little weird, a little left field, but just, just hear me out. I think it's not so much it's not so much that the right is racist. It is just more likely that the right will have more racists than the left. Hear me out. L- listen, L- listen to what I'm saying. The same way that maybe someone on the right would say all people on the left are looters and rioters. That's not true, obviously. Although it is probably true that the left maybe has more people who have looted and rioted in the past. Going by the events of last year, I'm just going by what I saw. It doesn't mean that all people on the left are looters and rioters. But hear me out. Let's say the right does have more white male racists on their side than the left. Why? is the big question that I think I might have an answer to. Maybe, maybe, or or part of the answer at the very least. Trump is not Obama, okay? Hear me out, guys. If you were a racist, which I hope none of you are who are listening to the show, you probably hated Obama, right? Because he's a black man. So if if you're a white male racist, you you probably weren't too fond of a black man leading the country, right? Makes sense, right? Am I saying anything too too uh, crazy? No, I think that that makes a lot of sense. Donald Trump seemingly is the complete opposite of Obama from the way he looks to even the way they act, speak, etc., etc. So if you were a racist when Obama was president, there is a good chance that you would want a white man in power next time around. So what happened? Obama's term eventually ended and Hillary was chosen to be his successor by the Democrats. But as we all can assume, those who are racist are probably also sexist. So what happened? All the racists that decided... Uh, they would rather have a white man that all the racists that decided, hey, I'd rather have white man Trump over white woman Hillary. Those people went all in on the white guy. 
Surprised? Not really. So it's not that Trump and all his supporters are racist. The truth is a small, small percentage of the U.S. population has ignorant, stupid, racist people. And they would have voted for a white man over a black man or even a white woman any day of the week. My theory is that whoever Republicans would have chosen to lead them, even anyone who wasn't Trump, would have been called the racist at some point. This is Long story short, this is what I'm getting at. This is the point of this, this part of, of my rant. It, whoever the Republicans would have chosen to lead them in the 2016 election would have been called the racist. Because guess what? All the top frontrunners for the candidacy were white males. Okay? And in this age of identity politics, if you're a white male, you're automatically a racist. They'll find some way to prove that you're, you're a racist in some way. If you're a white male at this point, you can automatically be called a full-blown racist for the smallest of reasons. Which brings us to the current president-elect, Joseph Biden. The Democrats played this corpse perfectly. He was their ace in the hole. A white male, but his running mate would be a strong, young, black woman, Kamala Harris making it virtually impossible to call Joe Biden a racist because how could he be a racist if he has a black vice president? A racist wouldn't have a black partner in crime, let alone a black female partner in crime, so he is automatically safe from any accusation, even though there is evidence of racist behavior on camera of Joe Biden since the late 80s all the way to Obama's first term as president. Biden has said some highly suspicious things that nobody bats an eye at because it's inconvenient to his narrative that he is the one who will save America's soul from the evil racist orange man. I'm calling it now, guys. I'm calling it now. Listen to this. This is my this is my prediction for 2024, okay? I'm calling it now. Feel free to DM me if I turn out to be right. But it, it, I don't think it takes that much intelligence to say what I'm about to say. I think it's kind of, it might be a little obvious, but I haven't really heard a lot of people talking about it. So I want to see if maybe, maybe I'm one of the first people to call it out. We'll see. But I think that in 2024, the Republicans are going to steal a page from the Democrats handbook and go with a female person of color in 2024. It's the only way to be saved from the race trap of identity politics. It has become, if you can't beat them, join them. Joe, Joe Biden, will unfortunately probably be killed by the time 2024 comes around by either Kamala or the Secret Service. And then Kamala Harris will be commander-in-chief, becoming the first female president. Whoopee! Yeah! She did it! Yes! And, you know, making it seem that huge strides have been made. The only way to possibly combat this is with a woman of color on the Republican side. Because, obviously, any white male candidate is completely fucked. There is no hope if you're a white male uh, competing against Kamala Harris in 2024. You are fucked, my friend. You will be called a racist and a sexist the second you step on the fucking podium.
The smears will begin from day one of your campaign. They will go through all your social media accounts and they will find a video of you saying the N-word at a Kendrick Lamar concert in 2013 because he brought you up on stage. And you will be put in the prison uh, for intolerance, uh, making Kamala win by default. I'm calling it now, baby. The Republicans are going to try and go with a Candace Owens type and battle. And, and that will be the battle against Kamala in 2024. The ultimate catfight is coming, my friends. It is coming, my free thinkers. And you must prepare. You must prepare, guys. This is what we can expect going into the next election, okay? Are, am I worried? Not really. Because I, I see it coming. I see it coming, and it's not that bad of a thing. It's not that bad of a thing. You know, we're going to have, we're going to have, uh, I guess more, what's the word? I'm having the biggest uh, brain diarrhea right now. What's it? Di- diversity. You know what? Fuck it. Maybe, maybe, maybe this, this turns out good. There's going to be more diversity. We're going to get, uh, slowly it, that we're going to see more, more variety in our future presidents instead of, you know, we got we had forty six white male presidents, or forty five, and then you know one black president. Now there's going to be, you know, a couple years of just women presidents. Then there's going to be a Chinese president, then an Indian president, and then uh, Mao is going to buy the United States and he will rule uh, China and the U.S. And then uh, Vladimir Putin will be like his vice president and. And then the guy from Venezuela will come and he's going to be our treasurer and he's going to handle all the money. And, you know, we got we got a lot of exciting stuff to look forward to. A lot of entertainment, you know. You know, chaos makes for great TV. It makes for great podcasting. Speaking of TV, did you guys hear that Fox News might get canceled by the cable networks? That's insane. You know, talk about freedom of speech, huh? fucking wild i can't believe that first they're banning parlor from all the all the app stores apple android it's gone and now they're going after fox news the cable news networks are being choked out and they're being told either ban fox or we're leaving and when 90 percent of your business threatens to leave because of one customer you're gonna kick that customer out be like hey sorry buddy you can't you you're not welcomed here anymore. So it's it's ironic that the party that speaks so much about about uh, forgiveness, uh, their hatred for intolerance, their hatred for of generalizations, their their all, all of this, they're the first ones to try to to silence people. They're the first ones to generalize people. They're the first ones to attack people. They're it's 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 God tier hypocriticism baby and i don't like it and i think a lot of people don't like it and i think there's a lot of people that choose to ignore it because again it's it's uh it goes against the narrative that they've been playing in their head the last few years and when people have believed something for a long time it's very it's very hard to shake those beliefs, you know, you have to, you have to see 
you have to... Something really, 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 really big and horrifying needs to happen for you to be to for you to even slightly lean and lean back and say, oh wait. Oh, this is bad. This is this isn't that good. I don't I don't support this. So we'll see. We'll see if it ever happens. Hopefully it doesn't, you know. Hopefully it doesn't. I, I could again like I, I I don't call myself a Republican or a Democrat. I just happen to like a a a Trump America seemed a little bit brighter, seemed a little bit freer. It seemed a little like it had less lockdowns. It seemed like it, it would put America first a little more, at least a little more than a Biden America. And that was that was something I I decided, hey, this sounds a lot better than that. This sounds a lot better than that. So that that's why I I preferred a Trump America over a Biden America. But let's see, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong and maybe I, I've just I've just read too many conspiracies. Maybe I've just listened to too much George Carlin as a kid, maybe too much 1984, maybe too much Zeitgeist, the movie, the Abdenum, the the trilogy, the whatever. Maybe maybe I just looked into that a little too much. Maybe I stayed up late on YouTube too much while I was in middle school and I've just lost my fucking mind. Maybe I've taken too much DMT and I, and I and I believe that that uh that that's it. It's we're fucked. The government is out out to get us. They're out to control us. They want to put us in little in little tanks like in the Matrix and they want uh, Mark Zuckerberg to fucking eat our brains and and uh do what he needs to do, you know, jerk off on a on a couple of, of fucking of, of black chicks. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Okay? Just know that at the end of the day, whichever side you support, call out the bullshit when you see it, okay? It's, if it looks like shit and smells like shit, it's probably a massive dinosaur turd and you need to get out of there. You need to say something, okay? You need to say something. Don't cover your eyes. Grab your cock, grab your balls, grab your pussy, grab your fucking tits and, and say it loud and proud. Say it loud and proud, baby. Whatever it is you got to say, just grab your dick, grab it real hard, squeeze it till all the juice comes out and call out hypocrisy. Thank you so much. This is the RVS Podcast, season two. Go, we're, we're starting strong, baby. We're going into 2021 with a fucking banger. And I'm too excited to see what the future holds, baby. Much love. Take care, guys. Peace out.